darker orange. <laughs> Feeling extra spooky. He tells the girl that he's in love with her. From the song. Girl, I love you, girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a musical. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. What the fuck else would it be? It's a musical based on Bill Cosby. Oh. Mm. I like that idea. Welcome to the God Beef Podcast. <laughs> Episode 102. Nice. I'm Frank. I'm Mo. I'm Jay. And we are the juiciest podcast this side of. Being fucking over this week. Being over this week. Yep. Yeah. Uh, this might be a weird one for a multitude of reasons. So many reasons. Uh, one is I was unhappy with the audio quality of last episode. I haven't gone back and listened to it, actually. I just assume it's bad. <coughs> so I tweaked the audio settings yet again for the umpteenth time. Much to the chagrin. Of my co-host. Oh, I was really going to say my wife and Mo. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, same people. Much to the chagrin of my wives. Whoa, whoa! Uh, <laughs> uh, and yeah, it's been a weird week. Uh, it's been a strenuous time in the dirtle. Uh, <laughs> it really has. Uh, <laughs> it really has. I, I don't know if uh, how many small creatures will get out of it alive. How many big creatures, i.e. Jane and myself, get out of it alive? My money's on the cats. Yeah. They'll be okay. <laughs> I may die. I mean, we'll be fine. It, it'll, be te- it'll be tense. <laughs> it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, it, it's been a rough week. So, uh, a little backstory. We... And by we, I mean 99.9% Jane uh, decided to finally do something about our porch cats. We've had porch cats. Which for, is also my band name. Also Mo's band name. We covered the point. <laughs> Pretty much the entirety of the time we've lived in this house. I think it was for like the first year. And then after the first year, because it's when I finally started using the grill, I noticed Jon Snow. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we used that the first year we were here. Uh, well, no. If anything, we mostly used it the first year. I don't know. It might have been. After, but well, but Cleo was still here our first year because it was after Cleo. Passed. Yeah, Cleo was our first cat. Yeah, together. Um, but yeah, pretty much most of the time, there's been a rotation of cats that have shown up, and un- up, up until recently, it was mostly like two or three. Uh, mostly Jon Snow, honestly. And then recently, uh, there was a lady that joined Jon Snow, and then she brought with her three kittens. They, they like, joined. Uh-huh. And we're like, five cats is... It's a lot. <laughs> well, and we were pretty certain that Jon Snow would eventually impregnate all of the females, and then... Because cats be gross. Cats do be gross. <laughs> and there would be so many cats and it was already very expensive to feed the ones that we had. 
It would just be an endless cycle. Yeah. Of just, oh god, could you imagine just like... When I go out to feed them in the morning? Three more pregnant cats, and then they multiply by three. Well, and one of the kittens was a boy, so you'd have two peepees out there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, smile. But at the peepee, no, just two peepees out there, <laughs> which is my first album name. Yeah, two peepees out there. You ever see a cat red rocket? It's weird. I saw it one time. Nope. No, nope. I saw it one time because I think I like like cut John Snow off. Like John Snow's a tomcat. Yeah. Way. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's he's a boy. <laughs> no, it's, a, it's a it's a man named John Snow. He's a boy, and he has been outside as long as we've lived here. He is a dirty tree cat. He's probably been outside his whole life. Honestly. So, at any rate, we trapped the cats. Yes. And it has been an ordeal. It took uh, many tries many tears. Um, and many tears and to trap all of them. A little bit of blood. Mostly sweat. Who blood? I don't know. I assumed you scratched yourself at some point. No, it's just, just, just bruised right now. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so we trapped the cats. We took them to get spayed and or neutered. Uh, John Snow was released back out into the wilderness because that is that is his home. Yes. Uh we are attempting to rehabilitate the other kittens. Yes. Uh, we actually unloaded the first cat yes. today. Uh, to their forever home. To their forever home, hopefully. Um, uh, it was emotional. Surprisingly emotional, I guess. It wasn't surprising. I knew it was my <laughs> I Okay. I have fed and taken care of these kittens since they were little itty-bitty babies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, you know... Basically, as soon as they were able to walk and walk over here, I've been feeding them every morning or several times a day, honestly. Right. Yeah. So, it just it was a little sad for one of them to leave, but that's okay. Yeah, um, very cute. He is very cute. He looks like Grumpy Cat. Cutest. Grumpy Cat, but also when I saw him today, which is like the first real good look I've gotten to see of him, <laughs> he also kind of looks like a ferret. A little he bit. Does. I could see it. He yeah, looks I a see lot it. Like he has, he's um, a blue point tabby, so he's um, he's white with um, like brown, brown and black spots on his right um, on his top, and he's got a little mask with a little raccoon. Little raccoon. Um, but at any rate, so we let him go. Uh, Mo is taking one of the kittens mm-hmm. who is yeah. currently hiding in the rafters of my basement and really pissing me off. Yeah, as if this whole thing was stressful enough. Uh, they did not find the cat at all yesterday. Uh, we Jay was it. having a like a panic attack almost. Pretty close. Yeah. I think if you were if you had more energy, <laughs> I, well, I also haven't you slept probably. because I've been so anxious about all of this. Yeah. So, yeah, three days of sleep deprivation will make you not so able makes, to do that. Yeah, it makes surprisingly you don't have the energy to be anxious, but you're so anxious. Yeah. Yeah. It's like your anxiety is running on fumes. Well, I also get to these, like, when I get anxious like this, I get to these points where, like, I just have to hit, like, I have to hit my highest peak of anxiety, and then I have to, like, crash down, and then that's when I cry, but I don't cry when I'm, like, all the way up. I do the same thing. Well, I think your body, like, finds energy reserves yeah. that you don't know existed like, to keep the anxiety going. Yeah. Bro, I need that for the week. Fuck you. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, if I'm burning some extra calories, at least, that'll be because I ain't eating good, I'll tell you that. I mean, I am eating good. I'm not eating well. <laughs> really good. I had a Mexican pizza and a gordita for lunch or for dinner and Chinese food for lunch, so. Who's <laughs> the real one? Fuck you, anxiety. Uh, so, yeah. So that's been going on. Um, in a different, I wanted to talk about this a little bit before we got into the episode proper. 
But I I was part of a discussion earlier today about cloning. What? <laughs> and because uh, somebody shared a TikTok of what it's basically like when your partner asks you to give them a massage and it's like you just instantly, the other one is tired and wants to quit immediately and it's like, ah, oh, my hands are tired and stuff. And I had said that if I could, I would make a clone of Jane and its only job would be to give me massages and have sex with me. It was the sex part that creeped me out, that he would just have a weird little sex doll with me that's creepy, right? <laughs> and I said that I should not be shamed because when cloning is a thing, everybody's going to have their own little weird shit that they're going to do with their clones. No. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to find weird little things that you can be like, uh, but here's the thing, though. That aside, it feels weird that when we think of the idea of clones, that they're automatically submissive. Mm-hmm. Like, if you make a clone of someone, you make a clone of all of them. Yeah. So, like, you would have their mind. Well, yes and, and no, because the idea of cloning is, is that you essentially would, it's not like you would see in the movies where somebody goes into a machine and suddenly a full-size adult comes out. Say, you know, well, that's what I'm been. saying. In yeah, in the fictionalized version of uh, cloning, yes, the that, way that you yeah. see it. Well, I think the idea is either way is that you can manipulate this, like because you're using science to create the clone, you manipulate the clone to have to look like the person, but not necessarily have the entire same personality as the person. Mm. I don't want to look at myself in the mirror. Why would I want a real life-size version of myself next to me? Well, no, you wouldn't. Well, I mean, you could clone yourself. You can clone your pet. Clone your no, pet. nope. I don't know. I oh, had that's pet cemetery. Nope. No, well, no, they literally take like DNA from your pet and they basically grow a clone of it, like you said, from an embryo. So it's not like exactly the same, but yeah, they can find like, feels, like close pet enough cemetery. DNA. I don't like. Well, it feels like, too, with pets, I mean, for the most part, you could probably find one that looks an awful lot like the one that you had, but you wouldn't because it wouldn't be the same. Well, So I feel like cloning pets is kind of a stupid thing. Well, it is, but I mean... But cloning people. Yeah. I found that when Cleo died, and I was like, "Mm, I don't have $10,000, but if I did... You had all the hair that you held on to. I I know. I do, but... Probably shouldn't spend it on that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I had that thought after we talked about it that I thought it was weird that just because you clone someone, they would automatically be submissive to whatever you wanted. Yeah, that's weird. But maybe like my fictional mind didn't go far enough. <laughs> like, no, there has to be limitations. All I think about is the um, Detroit Becoming Human, the video game, mm-hmm. where they did. They're not clones, they're cyborgs. But, I mean, fictionalized, it's basically fictionalized clothing. Like Blade Runner. Yeah. So, but they become sentient. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, yeah. And, like, that, you tell me that that's not going to fucking happen, that's going to fucking happen. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen my robot. I've seen Independence Day. I don't want aliens or clones. 
I don't know how we got here, but okay. Is there a cat disturbance? Uh oh. I'm hearing something. Headphones off. Sorry. I think it might just be a bird outside. We have the door open. Yeah, no. It's it's not the cats. I was making sure it wasn't the dryer making a weird noise. Oh. Okay. We were like, what's going on? I don't know what that is. Oh. Uh, It'll be alright. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. We don't need that dryer. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, but yeah. Alright. Clones, cats. It's all great. It's a thing. Let's talk about beef. Beef. And when we talk about beef, first up, we have to talk about our beef. Because we're selfish. First up is Mo. Oh. Mo. What's your beef? Um. My beef is with my motherfucking vet. It is so expensive. Boomer was sick this morning. Boomer's a cow. Yeah, everybody knows that. The people that listen know that. Make sure. Boomer is my cat. He is the sweetest, most amazing, most wonderful baby boy I've ever met in my entire life. I would give my left arm for that man. Uh, maybe even my right. Who knows? I know that I don't have any hands to pet him with. Yeah. Okay, but anyways. It's like a real hair, hairbrush situation. <laughs> anyways. Yeah, the old, uh, story. You can't just go the old, uh, Yeah, the old story. Where it's like, this person's like, I, they have great hair, but they don't have a brush to brush it with, so their partner is like, I'll get them a brush for their hair, and they're, they have, uh, I don't know, a pocket watch or something that is broken, so the partner with the good hair is like, I'll get them a thing to fix their pocket watch, so the guy goes and sells his pocket watch to get the brush, and then the lady with the good hair sells her hair to get the thing to pick the watch, and then they give them each other like, oh, you got rid of the thing. I don't know, man, but he's right. That is looking all... Yeah. I was saying, I think he no, made right. up on No, I... Anyways. Boomer. Mm-hmm. Was sick. My sweet little baby sunshine man was sick. And <laughs> my rotten soldier... Like a he was so sick, and he was sneezing like every thirty seconds, and he had to breathe with his mouth open because his, he was so congested. Mm-hmm. And so I took him to the well. My husband took him to the vet because I couldn't take off work. But just to get an examination, like literally just to confirm that we already knew he was sick. I mean, you could tell by fucking looking at him. Yeah, that he was sick, and that uh, to give him an antibiotic was one hundred and sixty-three dollars, I think. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That is in fucking sane. Yeah. I hate it. It's tiny lungs. They're not big lungs. No, they're baby lungs. Yeah, they're really tiny lungs. And it should not be that. Expensive. Really? You just had to give me a lung. You could have, I told you if he had an upper respiratory infection, and they know that he has a history of having URIs. They could have just given me an antibiotic at home. That is true. Uh, what do we have to get to in a society where you can just get antibiotics and they don't have to believe you? Yeah. yeah I, I mean, who's getting high on antibiotics? Well, it's not about getting high. It's about antibiotic resistance. And so the more you take antibiotics, the more resistant your body becomes to antibiotics. No, we're not fixing that yet. I don't know. That feels like a fixable thing. It's not. But I mean, you have to think antibiotics are recently. I don't have to think. 
at all. I mean, he's right. You don't have to. But, I mean, it, it is weird that they... Can you stop being an asshole for two seconds? <laughs> I guess it is and it isn't. Like, Elena has a history of UTI, so if I suspect that she has one, I can just go to the doctor and get this stuff called hydrophobic sands. Mm-hmm. And it, it basically means, like, when she pees on it, it'll puddle up so that I can use a little dropper to take a sample of pee. And then I take that to the doctor, and they confirm whether or not she has the UTI. Mm-hmm. And then they'll give me the antibiotics, so I don't really bring her in. Now, that sand costs me money, and the test costs me money, but I still think it's less than what you ended up paying. And I'm not going to my poor cat through that. Yeah, because he hates getting into the carrier. I mean, he's way better about it than Burrow is. Like, Burrow's great. Sorry, Elena jumped in a box and it's Yeah, podcast made an appearance. Uh, Burrow has to free ride to the vet, and I have to get their big dog carrier just to shove him in yeah. because he will not get in a cat carrier. And I can't afford a really big one. So I just use the vet. I just use the vets. Yeah. I just have I put his little harness on him in like a rock climbing clip and I buckle him to the seatbelt. Yeah. I say I have a big one for Elena, that thing was like sixty yeah, bucks. Expensive. It was expensive. I have the the one um I have a cat that is dearly departed named Tupac and um I have his cat carrier I got from the people I got him from for free. And that's what the cats get. Yeah, that thing is little though. Yeah. Well, um I have a like a medium sized one that's made for two cats. He still won't get in it. He scratched the shit out of me. I could burrito him up and he can wiggle out of it. That man is a Houdini. But yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's stupid. I hate it. It's I should not have to pay that much just for my pet to be in good health. Well, and that's what um, when we had went through the situation we did with Cleo. Like at the end of the night, we took home a dead cat and it cost us almost a thousand dollars. Yeah. You know. Yeah. With Tupac, same. I mean, I feel that way about people too. That if they die, I feel like you owe nothing. Yeah, if if I die, <laughs> you didn't, you didn't, you didn't do the thing. Yeah, you didn't fix it. Like if you go to the mechanic and he doesn't fix your car, you're like, no, I'm not paying you. So why if I go to the vet and you don't fix my cat, I still have to pay you. Yeah. All right, whoever runs on that platform, you got my vote. Yeah. Twenty twenty four. Free vet care. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the people. I mean, honestly, that would probably pass before free healthcare does. So, no life, no pay. No life, no pay. <laughs> that's uh, that, that's yeah. maybe. It's just fucking. It shouldn't break you to go to the vet. True. Well, nice. Yeah. Heard. Word. Jane. You guys, you guys having a good time talking about cats? And it's cat heavy episode, bro. <laughs> My story <laughs> revolves around cats a little bit too. Heavy episode. Uh, so one of the other cats that we trapped was the mother of the three kittens. Mother of kittens, mm-hmm. as we call them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Khaleesi. We should have named her Khaleesi. Khaleesi. Uh, we could have named her Khaleesi. Yeah. We've got the whole Game of Thrones shit going. Damn. Anyway. No, why did we not pick a Khaleesi? I don't know. I really don't. Then you had to name the babies after the dragons. It's true. There were three of them. That's true. <laughs> Next time! I'm going fuck that. Um, so anyway, I had... Posted her a few times when she first came around, hoping that, you know, maybe somebody was missing her. Right. Nobody answered. So now that I had her in my grasp and, you know, being taken care of, I was like, let me post one more time just in case. So I posted in this lost and found page I'm in um, on Facebook, which coincidentally I'm in because when we first moved into this house, 
a random little dog just ran up to our front door. (laughs) And I had to join this thing to post it and be like, anybody missing this dog? He was very sweet. He was very friendly. He was such a good boy. (laughs) Did you find out who he was? Yeah. Literally, it took, like, I joined that group. I scrolled through. I saw a dog that looked like it, and I messaged and I was like, I think I have your dog. <laughs> she was actually dog sitting and the dog oh, got away. Oh, I remember this. I remember, yeah. this. I remember this. So anyway, um, I had posted like, hey, this cat's been around between four and five months. Um, it wasn't been that long. Yeah. Um, while the babies are between three and four months old. So. Yeah. Um, so I was just like, hey, you know, anybody missing her? If not, like, we're going to be fostering and or adopting her if we get to fertilize her. Um, and most people were like super nice and were just like saying like, oh, thank you for taking care of this cat. And what I wanted to say was I didn't have a choice. My brain will not be the end of them. Um, <laughs> but uh, I have mental illness. Yeah, I have mental illness. Um, cool guys and girls. <laughs> now we take Adderall. Um, but no so I literally posted that you know our location I won't say that because I'm doing it on the air but I posted this is the area that we live near so that people would know hey if you live 20 miles from here probably not your cat (laughs) yes famous Barbered and Chicken place (laughs) Barbered and Chicken what's the name of the place there's several places that make barbecue chicken. <laughs> no, it's not barbecue chicken. What is it called? Chicken. White House chicken? No. Belgrade's? No. Milliches? No. <laughs> These are, those are all the barbecue Yeah, those chicken. are pretty no, much it. It was like the chicken something. Uh, oh. The chicken house. <laughs> it's literally White House chicken. No! no! Is it over by Parathons and Barbara Chicken? No! Chicken Manor! I was thinking Chicken Manor! God the damn it. fuck is Chicken Manor? You never had Chicken Manor? No! Oh, it's so good. It's closed now because the owner died, but. Probably because it was called Chicken Manor. Anyways, I've, li- I've lived like ratty ass in this area my entire life, and I've never heard of Chicken Manor. I honestly don't think it was in Barberton. I think that it was in... Um, I think it was in between Talmadge and Kenny. <laughs> That's Akron-ish! That's yeah. Akron-adjacent! The Barberton Chicken Place in Talmadge Kenny. It's Akron-adjacent. Okay, but Akron's not Barberton! Is this? All right, it's the suburb of Akron. Anyway, so I posted this this thing like, "Hey, this your cat? Here's where I'm at." You up? This your cat? And I cannot tell you how many people posted on there. Where are you located? And what my beef is is that people can't fucking read, nor do they even try to. And a lot of times you can tell it's older people, like who just like they don't know how to use Facebook. Because that same lady posted like three different comments. It was really funny because there was another lady who was like, hey, will you trap my cat for me? And I was like, uh, no. Uh, but then she responded to her own comment with the word yes. <laughs> and I was like, are you saying that you will trap your cat for you? Or are you trying to convince me that I said yes? It's like that viral <laughs> meme of the person that's like, I'm so high right now. 
And then they replied to their own set that said, me too. And then they reply again, they go, shit, I got so high, I replied to myself. Exactly. <laughs> so, anyway, and then another, just, it's just been a week of, like, people just not using their resources. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just, just use your resources, do your things, and don't get angry with other people when you don't do those things. Because I went to drop off one of the kittens for surgery, mm-hmm. and... This, there was another lady there trying to write some traps to uh, take and trap some kittens, apparently, that she had around her house. Right. And it's a $35 deposit on the traps because they're not cheap. You get your money back when you give it back, but they're not cheap. She was trying to get two of them, and the lady told her it would be $70 cash. We don't take credit card for the, the trap deposits, which yeah. makes sense because somebody could go back and be like, oh, I didn't do that, and it's such a weird charge that their credit card company would probably say it was false, you know? Right. Um, so at any rate, um, this lady got super irate with this poor girl behind the window who's literally there just trying to, like, save cats from having, you know, 1,500 kittens. Yeah, probably doesn't even make that much. No, because this is a, yeah. And it's probably a shit job, so she has to deal with that, too. Yeah. But literally, she's like, well, is it posted on your website? And the girl was like... Yeah, it's pretty pretty clearly posted. And so she finally moves over after she's calling her husband to try to get seventy dollars cash. And I'm like, just go to fucking ATM, right? Um, but so she moves back so that I can go up to the window. And literally, as I walk up to the window, right there on the counter where you set stuff down, it was like it literally says <laughs> cash only for trap deposit. Right there, big and bold for everyone to see. I'm like, did you not see that when you walked up? Why are you acting surprised? This is really. Yeah, no, she probably. knew that she needed cash. Yeah, she just thought she was going to go in there and scream at this poor girl and get and her away. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so just read. Just, just it's it basic. It's fundamental. We all learn to do it for the most part. If you can't read, you get a pass. Uh, <laughs> but if you can read, fucking do it. Do. <laughs> yep. I mean, it's a lot for a slogan, but I think we can make it work. Well, we can abbreviate it. Yeah. I can make stickers. Hmm. All right. I'll find hey, Frank. a fun way of summarizing that one. Frank, what's your beef? People who can't read. Okay. Frank, people who can't read. Frank, what's your beef? My beef. And this is not inter-host beef. This is with a particular fan base. My beef this week is with... Other Bengals fans making fun of the Browns for not having won the Super Bowl. That was the discourse on Twitter, and I kept reading comments because the Browns played the Bengals week one. It's the battle for Ohio. It's a rivalry game. And so I was reading different tweets and reading the comments, and there were so many Bengals fans that were rubbing it in Cleveland Browns fans' faces that they've never won a Super Bowl. And I'm like, fucking bro, do you not know your own team history? No. You've never won a Super Bowl. Yeah, but we've been. You've been! Fucking congratulations! <laughs> it can go, your non-existent trophy can go next to your non-existent Super Bowl trophy. Like, Well, and if you're going to go into that history, although I still hate this argument, the Browns do have won have national championships. championships. They've won champ. They won ten. Well, 
That's how they sound on Twitter. Yeah. It's a stupid argument either way, because, I mean, I don't even know why Browns fans would engage with it, because it's just a pissy match of two franchises that just Aren't suck. very good. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, why are you even arguing? But I just kept reading, and they were so adamant. They're like, Haha, fucking losers, never won a Super Bowl. And I'm like, why? What? Why are you saying this? Because those people are people that are bandwagon fans. They're not Bengals fans. They're Joe Burrow fans. Well, they're Jamar Chase fans. They like the big money tags. That's it. But again, they haven't won any. Yeah, and they don't know that because they're not real Bengals fans. And they, they, just projecting because they got their asses beat. But that was before the game. Oh. That was before the game. <laughs> like, they were talking so much shit. And part of it was pointing that out. I'm just, it hurt my brain. Because they're stupid. It hurt me so much. Most Bengals fans are from Kentucky. They don't have very good Oh, Well, Cincinnati's in Kentucky, so they're all from Kentucky. There was someone that made that joke. Uh, They go, I don't know why it's called the Battle of Ohio when one of the teams is from Kentucky. Yep. And so many Bengals fans were like, oh, have you looked at a fucking map? Have you ever taken a geography class? Have you looked at a fucking map, bro? You're literally on the border of Kentucky. They're like, uh, uh, which team would that be? Because it's not fucking Cincinnati. And I'm like... <laughs> if the tectonic plate shift just enough, your asses will be in Kentucky, okay? <laughs> if if Kentucky came to us with a trade, and it was one corn chip for Cincinnati... <laughs> I would sell you to Satan for one corn chip. <laughs> we would accept half the corn chip. We'd be like, you don't even have to leave. We don't even really like corn chips. So. <laughs> We're actually we kind of allergic. So we, just have it. Have we have so much corn here, man. <laughs> yeah. So much. It's we can make our own chips. I got chips at home. They drive about 45 minutes north on 71. You'll find all the corn. <laughs> Not even. But yeah, I... Drive five minutes out of the city of Cincinnati. <laughs> and I know that I'm just as bad because I'm on Twitter or x.com. No, it's still Twitter. The reading, handle is still twitter.com. It is. Reading these tweets and getting triggered myself, not enough to actually say anything, which is still better, but still, it was a, such an asinine pissing contest. That was it's happening. so stupid. Both so teams stupid. both teams are historically not good. No, absolutely not. And just shut the fuck up. It's, it's foosball. So that's my beef this week. We are not the only ones that have what? beef this week. The bittersweet, mostly sweet, but still bittersweet return of Superfan Ashley's Beefs. Superfan Ashley! You were supposed to do the clappy. What? Just do the clappy. I don't. Do I have. I think I only have lappy. Let me see. Yeah, Frank's like, laughing at you. I don't have lappy. I know you do. I just wanted to tell Ashley you were laughing at you. Oh, I'll laugh at her face. Wait, okay, so you have lappy. You have a want wah. Uh huh. And, and I have the, the jazzy well, yeah. noise. We have four buttons. Oh, the other one's the theme yeah, song. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're getting an external soundboard. Uh, I'm buying it for Christmas. Superfan Ashley's beefs this week are mm. number one, being pregnant should not give women an excuse to say whatever they want, be rude as fuck, and body shame others. Uh, hashtag calling the kettle black. Oh, okay. oh, somebody call her black? You can't say that. <laughs> For the record, these are super fan Ashley's beefs and comments. 
Uh, they do not necessarily reflect. No. Here, the views and opinions of Gotta Be Podcast. Listen, we all have hard times. We all have hormonal issues. We all have to bite our tongues. It does not give you the right to be addicted, buddy. Yes, agree. Okay. Number two, people making their pregnancy a whole personality trait. Hashtag, please stop. Did you not read hashtag, this before? Literally, no one cares. No, I just screenshotted the, the email. Uh, hashtag, please stop. Hashtag, literally, no one cares. Actually, I'm going to have to, to not agree with you there. There are some people that that is the greatest thing that's ever happened to them. And if they want to post about their Facebook or on their Facebook or whatever about their pregnancy, they can. I think it depends on how far they're going. Like, if they're just posting on their Facebook about being pregnant, everybody fucking does that. But if it's literally the only subject of conversation, it's the only thing they want to talk to you about, if it's the only, like, if they don't care about what's going on in your life, Basically, they become self-absorbed because they're pregnant. I could agree with that. Yeah, I will say no one should make any one thing their entire personality. That felt like a slight because you looked directly at me after you said that. No one. Mo doesn't make any one thing her personality. She makes several one things her personality a year. That's true. It's just singular (laughs) things at a time. (laughs) It's whatever she is. (laughs) You are... You guys feed me and I tell you about my shinies! (laughs) And you keep coming back. Ah! (laughs) I'm just not intelligent. (laughs) Number three. Two lanes in North Carolina and South Carolina. One's not for pregnant people. (laughs) Sorry, Ashley. (laughs) Y'all damn pregnant people think they can have an entire lane. There's only two. Uh, beef number three, two lanes in North Carolina and South Carolina on Route 77. Too much traffic for just two lanes. Oh my god, South Carolina is the worst fucking state to drive through. Every time mm-hmm. there's a fucking traffic jam. Or an accident. And yeah. it doesn't matter what time of day you go through. It'd be 1 a.m. And there's traffic! Why is there a traffic jam at 2 a.m.? Because it's a commuter state. Number four. Big chain fast food restaurants having different menu items in different states. Hashtag looking at you, McDonald's. Hashtag basket of fries for Ohio. Apparently you get a whole basket. You can. Also, I'd like to picture, I know in my heart of hearts she's actually putting like the pound sign. She is, yeah. But I'd like to picture Ashley just writing out hashtag, hashtag. basket <laughs> You're not far from. That, that's a very a Ashley thing to do. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I agree. The size of a basket of fries for McDonald's sounds intriguing. I have to imagine the reality because you know how bad those fries can turn. Yeah. McDonald's used to have a basket of fries when they did their bacon and cheese fries. Yeah, because then oh, bacon yeah, and cheese true. came separate. And yeah. it just didn't test well in Ohio. True. Yeah, I, I'm kind of okay with that. I don't think I can do a whole basket of McDonald's It depends fries. on how bad my taste. Uh, I could do a million McDonald's fries at the fucking best. Well, yeah, so but the, oh, yeah. the likelihood of you finishing that. Pretty big. If I didn't order anything else. Pretty big. <laughs> Pretty much big. And last but not least, beef number five. People purposefully purposely leaving you out of planning family activities and then getting mad at you for showing up and having other plans. Oh, yes. Hashtag look for a new family. Well, there you go, though. There's a solution. Just look for a new family. Yeah, anybody who, like, 
anytime that somebody plans the whole thing and then suddenly you're invited, like, if I can't be there, you didn't think about me, if I'm just an afterthought, like, well, especially don't, don't be mad get, at me. Yeah, especially don't get mad about it. Yeah. I, I found in, in my case, it's a lot of, um, they just expect me to go along, go with the flow because I am a very go with the flow type person, but get mad when I don't cancel the plans I already have. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. If you're going to treat someone's afterthought, then don't hold them to a standard that. Ooh. No. <laughs> Frank's trying so hard. Yeah, I have a thought. Is it going? Oh, no. Oh, I can't. That's my one week. <laughs> I wasted it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Jane and I just fed Mo back the same brain cell. We did. She has it this week. Yeah. She needed it more than I did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I'm burning it out. So no. said something similar. Yeah, what they said. I am Mo, and I did say. It. Yeah. <laughs> I co-sign whatever you said. Let me say for the rest of the podcast. I co-sign. Oh boy, I'm gonna take your clothes off. <laughs> We're gonna have sex. No. no. Uh, yes. no, no. Yes. And she, she, uh, because we take emails out or her signatures, regards Ms. Ashley Ayersman. Oh, is that how she says her last name? Ayersman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was Ayersman. No, yeah. like, like Byersman. No. Yeah. Hey, not her last name anyway. True. She's just borrowing right yeah. it. What was what was her maiden? I'm glad we we're giving out Ashley's maiden yeah. name and last uh, name. Her date of birth is <laughs> yeah. Social Security number. Favorite color. So Ashley, our new uh, standard for giving beefs is your last digit, your last four digits, your Social Security, your credit card number, and the three-digit code. Actually, just a picture, but we'll be fine. Make mm-hmm. sure the expiration date's in it, and one pat on Mia's head. That one's for Jane. <laughs> Mia is the cutest. Mia is actually dumb. We also get <laughs> That's it for our beef. Now we gotta talk about their beef. Their beef. Uh, I think I know where some people are already gonna stand, but I was surprised to see this story in the internet this week. This is another edition of The Internet Versus, and this week it's The Internet Versus Chris Evans? Oh, yeah. Captain America? What did he do? So, if you did not hear, uh, over this past weekend, he secretly married his girlfriend, Alba Baptista. Mm -hmm. Now, aside from, obviously, the women that could not bear the thought that Chris Evans was off the market, there is also, and I will say, it doesn't feel like the majority... But there's a healthy portion of the internet that is upset about this because of the age gap. Um. So, if you did not know, Chris Evans is 42 years old, which is surprising. Like, yeah, I knew I he was he older. His 30s. Like, late. 30s. Yeah, he's still in my brain for his Captain America age. Yeah. Uh, his new wife, Alba, is 26. Yeah. It's. A decent age gap. I mean... But, uh, but because of the age gap, the internet is accusing Chris Evans of being a groomer slash pet predator. When did they start dating? They've only been dating a few years, right? So, a year, maybe. Uh, I have 
tweets, and I don't know the validity or the truthfulness of the quote-unquote facts <laughs> that people are spouting, so take it with a grain of salt, but uh, at Dykes in Media, uh, they tweeted... At what? Dykes in Media. Dykes in Media. Oh, that's, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, they tweeted, getting tied down in your 20s to a 40-year-old man, oh, there's a special place in hell for him. Um, also, at Poppy Pantene said, people screaming, she's 26. Well, yeah, now she is, but she was only 23 when Chris was already 40 when he followed her and started pursuing her. Her bio said that she can play a 16-year-old teenager because she looks like a teenager. That is creep who likes teenagers. Uh, at Splints Jice uh, said she's a fucking 26-year-old child. And at OK underscore Leisha underscore said... She was four when not another teen movie came out. Okay, when you say it that way. (laughs) No. They weren't dating when not another teen movie came out. But that is weird. Now, I will also point out that a lot of the outrage that I saw on the internet was also co-opted by transphobes and women are the real misogynist weirdos. So... We're the real misogynist? Yes. Yes. Oh. That's fun. Uh, so that's the situation. We will start with Jane. Um, well, I hate to bring it to these people, but I got married at 24, which is a perfectly reasonable age to get married. So at 26, I think that she's old enough to make her own decisions, and... Truthfully, for an unmarried, with no children, 42-year-old, your life is probably not all that different from a 26-year-old's. I mean, it, it, you really think about it, especially as somebody who's like an actor, like what responsibilities do they really have other than, you know, making sure they make movies, but most of the time probably just fucking off, like... Mm-hmm. Playing with their dog. Playing with oh, his dog is the cutest. Um, yeah, I mean, if she had been like super young when they started dating, you know, where they had been co-stars in a movie when she was still underage and he waited until she was, you know, old enough to start dating her. That would be one thing, but I don't know how you can claim grooming at 23 years old. Like, other than it being the age gap, I get that, but at 23, you, you should be old enough to make your own choices know the risks you're taking, that sort of thing. Like, I'm not saying 23 is super old, but it's not 16, you know? And plenty of people get married at 23 years old, 24 years old, 25 years old. They're not children. Like, they're adults. Most most people have graduated college and are working a full-time job at 23 years old. Like, mm. would you be mad at them for getting married? Like... Would you be calling them a child? Right. Yeah, no, I, I, you're taking it too far. Yes, let's, let's hone in on the groomers and let's call out the bad people, but let's stop making it everything. Okay. No. The fucking internet is fucking stupid. It's just, 
it's not like like Jane said they weren't dating when she was 17 or 16 and he was what 37 like that that didn't happen she is 26 years old and even if he did follow her when she was 19 it doesn't matter it's fucking social media he just followed her online he could have thought she was cute and didn't pres- he dated what's her name the girl from uh, Parks, and Parks and Rec. Yeah. For years. Oh, yeah. Jane Slate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, years. And they literally, they just recently broke up, like right before the pandemic. Or even during, I think. Uh, I think it was just before. And so obviously he wasn't dating her for since she was underage. I, I don't know. It's just fucking weird. They, they want everyone who has an age gap to be a fucking victim. That's not how it is. No, people have been... People date people who are older than them. It happens. Like, And when they make claims like that, it takes the voice away from the real fucking victims. Yeah. And it's the same people. Those same people aren't riding as hard for Aaron Taylor Johnson and his wife who literally did groom him. They met when he was 16. Because he's a guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they met when he, she's like 53, 54. Holy shit. Yeah, and she might even be older, but they met when he was like 16 or 17. Oh, yeah. He was a, she, he was, I think she was just a producer on Kick-Ass. So he was young. Yeah, he was. And they met there. And those same people aren't riding as hard for him. When he is an actual victim of predatory behavior. I, I think the people that are acting like this are the people that did not have unrestricted access to the internet at an early age and do not know what real predatory behavior is. Okay. Spend a fucking hour on Reddit, get your head out of your ass, and stop calling a perfectly innocent man a fucking predator until there's actual evidence. Yeah, it pisses me off. First thing he's done, send a dick. That was Scott's dick! No, <laughs> and that was an accident. Might have been. On his, on his Instagram story? I that, think that was amazing. Um, I will say that personally, I would never date someone 12 years older or younger than me. Um, I just... It baffles me how much you possibly have in common. Uh, that's not for me. That being said... I... I'm sorry, she's 56. I just Googled it. Yeah, so, gross. Um, yeah, this is... This isn't it. This isn't the one. Um, unless any valid proof comes out that she was underage at the time that he started talking to her, which, again, I think based on the timeline of events, we can rule out that she was perfectly an adult. Um... When they started talking. Uh, yeah. It, like Mo said, it it's too much to start calling someone a groomer, pedi- or predator, uh, pedophile, I guess, uh, even to that extent, uh, when there's really no proof of it, other than there being an age gap. And again, we've established that even with the age gap, they're both two adults. Um, exactly. They are both consenting adults. Yeah. Go cry about something else. Like, yeah, if you want to say, uh, like, he's kind of a loser for being in his oh yeah late 30s and marrying someone in their early 20s, like, alright, that's a fair criticism, I guess. Right. Like, Couldn't find someone your own age? Like, that's fair. Sure. But it's, again, she's not fucking 17. No. 
And and other people made the, the point too that you're in infantilizing. Yeah, infantilizing. Infantilizing a grown woman. Yeah. At this point. Like, it's fucking weird. It, it's very weird. She's 26. It doesn't matter if she can pass as 17 or 16. Because there, you know how many people... Some people just look young. There are, we work with someone who's 21 and she doesn't look a day over 16. No. But she's still 20 fucking one years old. Yeah. What they look like is kind of... It's irrelevant. Irrelevant. Like... Unless he... I guess unless he had a history of dating only women who looked 16, that would... That's, yeah, that's totally different. But That would be one thing, I, I guess. I wouldn't say, because, I mean... Jenny uh, Slate no. definitely does. Jenny Slate like looks like her, like her age. Yeah. And Anna de Almas? Yeah. yeah. Fucking... Yes, absolutely gorgeous. Does she look younger than she is? Yeah, but she doesn't pass as a fucking 16-year-old. No, absolutely not. Jesus so, Christ. Yeah, I think that we're all squarely on the side of Chris Evans on this yeah. one. Wish... With the asterisk. Yeah. That if, if, if something comes, comes out, out that proves he is a groomer. I will drop him like there's or and or a predator. We are on the side of the internet. Yeah. But <laughs> if I lose one more man, I'm just done. I will not watch or do anything else. I'm tired of it. It's there's just too much. <laughs> Just, people are bad people, man. And I'm tired of this, Grandpa! That's too damn bad! Yeah, it, it's a rough game, man. That's uh, Here's uh, a fun tip on how to avoid it. Don't idolize strangers. Also, here's another fun tip. Don't be a garbage human. I mean, mostly don't be a garbage human. Like, if you are a garbage person, maybe don't do garbage things. But, if you are not a garbage person... And you're upset that you keep uh, getting duped by celebrities. Don't idolize them. Exactly. I mean, is it completely normal to feel uh, let down when a uh, celebrity does something that you feel that they wouldn't do? Mm-hmm. Sure. That's a completely normal emotion. Right. Because, I mean, I, as the queen of unhealthy attachments, I totally understand well, it comes down to parasocial relationships, right? Exactly. Like, you, in your mind, despite knowing really nothing about these people, you have built them in your mind to be these paragons. Exactly. Of, and that's, of virtue and morals. If you have to realize that they are still humans. Humans still have emotions. Emotions are, emotions are fucked. No one is 100% good. No. Even and if the they say best... They're fucking lying to you. Even the best person that you know has probably thought, done, or felt something really shitty. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that they're not a good person. It just means that they're not 100% a good person. Yeah, there are, like, old white people going crazy right now because Oprah doesn't see poor people as humans, and they're just now figuring this out. I'm like, that bitch has been rich. Yeah. For... Almost all of her adult life. Yeah. Of course she doesn't see us as fucking humans. No. Has she done good things? Yes, absolutely. But that doesn't wipe out. Will she do all the good things? No. Right. And if if she honestly does distasteful things, they all deserve to be called out on it. Yes, absolutely. Just fucking annoying. I guess my point is not that I don't think they're they're human and can't do bad things, but it's just... No, I get it. 
That's just for the people that are like, oh my god, I'm so doofed. How can how can yeah. you like, the whole Danny Masterson thing? Yeah, people are like, but he's such a good a good person. I loved him on the ranch. I loved him on that '70s show. Newsflash, asshole. Good person. That doesn't mean you know him. You know a character that he played. Yeah, yeah I. There's nothing about him in particular that I looked at. And I was uh-uh. like, he seems like a great dude. Like he was funny. Yeah. But most of that was shit that people wrote for him. So exactly. what the fuck do you know? Dude. Yeah, there was <laughs> There's a whole bunch of shit. I will say in the past week there was a slew of stories I could have gone with. That the Drew Barrymore thing. Yeah. Like, people are shattered about Drew Barrymore. Wait, what did she do? Oh, she's scabbed. She's bringing her show back. She's bringing back. her show back, and any people riding on oh, it are right. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Did she not get, like, special permission from you? Nah, bro. Mm-hmm. She's spinning it as there is permissions for if you are a source of news and information because like Good Morning America and like all these news shows they can still go because they provide a service in that capacity she's saying it's a talk show yeah she's saying that because she reads some headlines that she should be allowed and also you know she's doing it for her staff and her crew so they can get paid are you paying them what they're asking that's what it's like there's other talk shows that are just paying their crews and writers for not working right now because they know that they shouldn't be working right now. So you could try that. Yeah. No. Also, she's doing it because she wants to make money. Yeah. She doesn't. She's been in the spotlight her entire fucking life. She probably doesn't know how to not be in it right now. And that's. I mean, the show back and don't have any writers then. Just doing it. Yeah. Well, she's funny enough. From what I've seen on our show before, I maybe that will be the case. Then I don't know. I don't know how much of that was actually writers and her. I mean, it's really hard to tell because she's a good actress. I mean, she has a staff of writers. So. I know. I just mean I don't know how much of like I don't know if it's like an SNL thing where like the recorded skits there's a set uh, like script they go by, mm-hmm. or if it's like a uh, the news one. What the fuck is the news one called? Uh, um, like the Daily Show? No, no, no on, on SNL. SNL the skit. Um, oh, Weekend Update. Yeah, and like the Weekend Update, they give them a headline, and they're just supposed to wing shit about it. Like I don't, I don't know if it's like that or if it's like she has a monologue or a set. Oh, there's definitely a script, and then she obviously she's talking to guests or whatever. Like that banter would be organic, but yeah, the other thing she's saying. But like, even on Weekend Update, though, their winging it is happening before the show. Like, they're not coming up with those jokes off the top of their head in front of the camera. They've oh, no, I written know. those jokes. But, I mean, I guess it's them writing their own jokes. Yeah. So that's the difference, but... I mean, I guess I just mean, like, I don't know how much of it is her putting in what... Because I've only seen clips of the show. I haven't watched a full episode. I've seen pretty decent clips of it, and it is not her, maybe. Like, this is a show that is scripted. Yeah. It's not like It's not like a it's not like a TV show where it's like it's scripted and recorded. Yeah, it's not like, a sitcom. But somebody's sitting down writing, saying, okay, we're going to talk about this, and these are the things that you're going to hit on, and you're going to ask this person this question. And-, and I suppose if she comes back and she doesn't have any writers at all, 
I guess that's something, but it's still... She's still not paying the people that were Yeah, you still before. lock your employees out of their job. Yeah. Essentially. So, yeah. She's scabbing right now. Uh, the internet's not happy with her. There's a whole pro- protest plan for New York City because of it. So, we'll see what happens yeah. there. People are also pissed at uh, Critical Role, which is a D&D live show that Frank and I both enjoy. Jane watches the animated series. Mm-hmm. People are mad at them because they're still putting shows on the air. But it's also... It's not scripted, and their employees have come out and said, "No, we we get paid really well." Well, that and that is not a WGA exactly. But they're like, sure. So many of them are like part of because they're yeah, voice actors because they're voice actors and yeah. they're writers. Like, so they, a writer. may, they may be members of SAG, yeah, which is so. Something pe- but totally people different. are pissed at them for not going as a blackout in solidarity because they are a part of that. But also, why would they do that? Yeah. This is literally, it's D&D. Right. And it's not scripted. So, yeah, that's, well, Matt is his own writer. You have to get yeah. mad at every YouTube channel for that. Exactly. Matter. And just because they are part of that community, and this doesn't fall under that. They yeah, did the same thing for Dimension 20. And they're like, I can't believe they're still putting out episodes. And it's like, because it's organic. Yeah. This is what they do. Brennan himself writes all of this. Yeah, he writes for himself. Yeah, exactly. If he had a room of writers, yes, different. that would be one thing. Yeah, like, but also, there's a difference between, like, there are shows that are WGA struck. Oh, I know. Which means that because they have the backing and they hire employees that are members of the WGA, they cannot and should not continue to go on. Any show that is a show is not necessarily WGA struck. Exactly. There is a difference. Exactly. And, and people are stupid. <laughs> there are um, the same people that are, are crying about this stuff, like the critical role stuff, are the people that aren't going out supporting the independent films that are oh, yeah. being okay. Like there's a there's a guy that I really like. You know the guy that's like, oh, Baphomet, my, my savior and glorious Italian stone. He's coming out with a movie and he got special permission from WGA for the independent, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Yeah. He's coming out with a fucking movie about Onyx. Yeah. This. And are those people going to go see any of those independent movies? Absolutely that, not. Yeah, exactly. The same, uh, I'll draw this comparison. The same people <laughs> that are getting mad at, Chris at Dimension 20 and Critical Role for going on despite the strike are calling Chris Evans a predator, a groomer, and a predator. People just want something to be in. This one, yeah, this one's something to be about. They want to hop on the cool yeah. train. They, they want to be cool yeah. and have the dissenting opinion. Yeah. Well, and not even the dissenting opinion. They want to be seen as somebody who is supporting all of the things. Yes. It's like, there are people who care more about looking like they're, for lack of a better term, woke enough than they actually care about the things Doing that they're anything. Exactly. Yeah. Doing anything about you. That was a fun tangent. Yeah. We're going to hop off our elder millennial soapboxes. Yeah. Uh, call yourselves elder millennials all you yeah, want. Yeah, most not an elder millennial. Baby. I am the last year, bitch. <laughs> I don't think we're technically elder millennials. I think we're smack dab. You're smack dab. We're, Chris we're Evans is an elder millennial. Yeah. I my sister is the last year of Gen X. Oh, actually, so technically, our Gen, yeah, is it? No, Gen X. Gen X. So that Chris Evans is because they're the same age. Oh, that's true. That's the end. Okay, just a second. Yeah, just a second. Okay. Hold that. Has Tamara, sing the song.
This week's questionable beat questionable is what natural phenomenon makes you the happiest? And the examples would be a sunset or ocean waves. Things like that. So we are going to start with Frank. Uh, if you know me, this comes as no surprise whatsoever. Uh, but it is one of my favorite weather conditions. It's one of my favorite weather events. It's my favorite form of precipitation. I'm going with snow. I knew it. Snow is my favorite natural phenomenon. It's incredible. It's it makes everything look so fucking pretty. And you walk outside in the wee hours of the morning, like the sun is peeking through, uh-huh. and there is a fresh blanket of snow that fell overnight, untouched. Uh-huh. Everything sparkles and glistens. Everything's quieter. It's serene. Uh-huh. It's my favorite thing. Uh, it marks uh, winter being yep. here. I love winter. Christmas. It also symbolizes Christmas. Everyone wants a white Christmas. Not in the way that you think, you weirdos. Uh, and, and depending on the year, Thanksgiving as well. Yes. If you happen to be walking outside in a public space, it makes you feel like you're in the town of Whiterun and Skyrim, uh-huh. which is also fun. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, snow is kind of the best. And I love it. And that's my pick. The floor is yours. I will accept that as your pick. Although I dissent. The floor is yours! <laughs> Back to uh, Mo. I have two answers. Okay. Um, so the first one is heat lightning. Oh, yeah. How yeah. fucking cool is it that it's so hot outside that it starts lightning in the sky? Yeah. yeah. Fucking metal. Yeah, it looks so fucking cool. Especially when, like, it's dark out and you're driving home. I remember so many times being a kid sitting in the back seat just seeing the clouds light up and I'm like, oh, that is the coolest fucking thing. <laughs> and um, right before it's about to do like a torrential downpour thunderstorm, mm-hmm. the, I love how fast thunderstorm clouds roll in. Like one mm-hmm. minute, like a couple weeks ago, we had a really bad thunderstorm. Mm-hmm. It was light outside. And then I looked away for 15 minutes and it looks like... 10.30 p.m. Outside. Yeah. yeah. I think that is so fucking cool. That is pretty cool. And I also just really like rain, but that's really fucking cool. But heat lightning was my number one answer. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll do honor. I know. I just thought of it. Hey, Jane. Yeah. What's your um, I Hopefully this will count, because I know we did weather-related ones, but this is not necessarily weather-related, but it is not. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fireflies, lightning bugs, depending on where you're from. Lightning bugs if you're from yeah. Ohio. Mm-hmm. That's, it's just fucking cool. Like, bioluminescent beings is awesome. Mm-hmm. And it usually, it goes in hand in hand with my favorite season, which is summer. And usually when the fireflies come out, you know, summer be here. Mm-hmm. And that is literally the only bug that I will willingly catch in my hand. And yeah, release. it's the only good bug. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I, I hate bugs. I shouldn't, but I do. And that one I will catch, and I will let it crawl on me, and then let it go away. And 
It's just nice, you know. To your, it's a good song. It, it is. I'll city, baby. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, just, you know, to your point, you know, sitting out on the porch or out by a fire in the middle of summer and you look out in the distance and all you see is those little blinky twinkling lights. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, bioluminescence is... Wild. Yeah, it's crazy. It's not even just with uh, fireflies, but like bioluminescent like, sea animals. Yeah. That it's so fucking dark that they had to make themselves light. Mm-hmm. That's so fucking cool. Well, in uh, Algae. It, yeah, the bioluminescent algae yeah. at nighttime in like Florida and shit. Oh, yeah. That scares me a little bit. Well, no, you can literally canoe <laughs> through it or kayak through it and like it lights up as it like mm-hmm. lights up this beautiful blue color as you go through it. It looks like a Disney movie. Yeah. Like some uh, Avatar shit. It, I want to say it kind of reminds me of Rapunzel. Like yeah. the boat scene. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. It freaks me out because I don't know. I don't know. I just I feel like that's not, it's not natural. And in my brain, I'm like, no. That's, that is a bomb. <laughs> and it's going to blow up. It's going to hurt you. You can't touch it. I know. Um, my honorable mention would be the Aurora Borealis. Oh, yeah. The Northern Lights for you idiots. So pretty. Yeah. I'm fucking wild. Dude, gorgeous. And it's one of those things where I don't care how you explain it to me. It doesn't make sense. I'll never understand. It doesn't make sense. No. Never. It doesn't make sense. You can be like, yeah, oh, yeah, it's so simple. It's, it's gases. It's I'm like, nope, it's magic. It is magic. It's right. magic. 100% magic. Yeah. It's a life goal to uh, well, do the igloos underneath yeah. the Northern Lights. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those igloos are really cool. Magic is just science we don't understand yet. It's true. So That's what... A non-controversial piss at one time. <laughs> uh, oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, Mo, what was your third that you were going to say? Um, I like it when all mine have to do with like rain or lightning or whatever. But I like it when it rains and when you run through after you run through a puddle and you just see like the rainbow, just like the little baby uh, rainbow that's meant yeah. just for you. You could have gone with rainbows. No, no, no. Because like, rainbows no. are really cool, but tiny puddle rainbows. Like when you step, you step on it, and all the all the water splashes up, and you just see a little baby rainbow. Yeah. It's like a rainbow meant just for you, and it is so fucking cool. That is cool. <laughs> do you, you have one? I do. Um, I've only seen a good one once, but if you've never done it, highly recommend. And then <laughs> meteor showers. Meteor. Um, that's fancy. So, when I was younger, probably, I don't know, somewhere between 10 and 13, we'll say, uh-huh. my, I remember my grandpa came and he picked us up at, like, 3 a.m., like, when it was pitch dark outside. He made hot cocoa and we drove off. You know those parking rides they have off the highway yeah. in certain places yeah. where people, like, meet to carpool? So, we drove all the way out to one of those. Yeah. Uh, so, that there were no, there was no, like, light pollution, essentially. And we watched a meteor shower. And it was... Amazing. I mean, when these things come across the sky, they are green and purple, and it's just, you know, if you watch one from your porch and there's all this light pollution, all you really see is, like, shooting stars. Yeah. You get out to where it's really dark, you can see, like, these massive balls of light streaking through the sky. And it's it's I never knew that. Something to watch. Yeah. Yeah. And this must have been a pretty big event. I couldn't tell you what it would have been, but, I mean... My grandpa was pretty savvy with the internet when it first came out, mm-hmm. and like so, he probably saw there was a pretty decent meteor event happening, and that's why he took us out to see it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, 
Um, so it was probably, so like, I don't know that every single one would be like that, but if you know that it's going to be like a pretty decent meteorological event, definitely get somewhere where you can watch it where it's dark. Okay. All great answers. Yeah. We're praying because he's done a great job of pre-posting things and he will, thank you. He will do that and you can tell us. What your uh, what your thoughts are? And you probably still won't, but you could. But you'll have the chance. And if you wanted to do that on Facebook, Mo, where would where would they do that? Uh, it's Got Me Question Mark Podcast. Mm-hmm. And what about Instagram at Got Me Pod and Twitter at Got Me Pod. And what about if they wanted to email us this and or your beefs? Yeah, uh, Got Beef Pod at Gmail You can also email us questionable beef. Items. If yeah. You, if you want, like, hey, this was my question. This is a question that someone asked me at work today. Would you rather shit next to a spider or shit next to a bear? <laughs> or whatever. I don't fucking know. That's what I come up with. Uh, you know, maybe keep those ones to yourself. No, tell but us, tell if us you us have something. a better one. Yeah, give us questionable beef ideas. Because <laughs> honestly, it's us sitting here 20 minutes before the show scrolling through questions to ask a first date. Why you're going to throw Jane No, because I do it too. <laughs> that was questions to ask a friend. Oh. I wonder why he chose us. <laughs> uh, yeah, please follow the lead of Superfan Ashley and Meaty Maddie. And Meaty Maddie. Meteor Shower Matt. <laughs> Meteor. But until next time, stay for your nope. You will not believe your eyes. <laughs> Ten million fire. <laughs>